young Tell us everything you wanna be Yin Yang Share with us all of your dreams Yin and Yang Gotta learn how to fight Be yourself in this life It's alright Hi, welcome back to Yin and Yang, the podcast and today, no guests. Uh, I guess th- I, there were just some things I wanted to talk about, like some personal things in my life. And then, I mean, anything you want to talk about or you want to share, Dan, please, you know, stop me. Let me know. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I was actually kind of nervous to record this morning. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to get uh, too personal, but I think maybe from the specific people can relate. Um, I don't know, it's kind of funny too, so I just, I just had some recent experiences that I wanted to talk to you about, Dan, and, and also maybe other listeners would find interesting. Um, yeah, so, I mean, so, uh, one thing, so today I was thinking we can talk about maybe relationships, which is a, a popular, a popular theme of ours, or for, yeah, and, uh, also, um, maybe like mental health stuff too. Um, I, I don't know if you have any experience with that, Dan. Or I have uh, quite a few actually. Really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have uh, I have two cousins who um, who've both been sent to the hospital for fifty one fifty. If you don't know what fifty one fifty is, it's when they do a seventy two hour psyche evaluation because you might be a threat to yourself or to others. Wow. Okay. Um, great. Well. Let me let me share. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, I, then I, I want to talk to you about something about um, something that happened like recently was I had a date, right? And um, so, you know, let's call her Sarah. So um, I don't know. I didn't know her. It was like one of these. Uh, so I, this was when I was still going to school. I I just graduated, but when I was still going to school, a couple months ago, I saw her like sitting down. Um, just uh, you know, in front of like cafeteria area, I was like, "Wow, that girl's really pretty, right?" Um, she's like a she's Chinese, and uh, and I was like, yeah, like I was wondering, oh, should I go hit on her, right?" And uh, I remember taking my phone out and say, and searching, "Should I hit on a girl, right?" Yeah, <laughs> like right after I saw her, I was like, "Oh," but then I remember thinking. The fact that I even have to search that means maybe I should go talk to her, right? And uh, so what I did was I went and uh, so I was like, okay, uh, shoot, what's what's my line, right? And I was kind of thinking about it and I, I overthink things, but I just said, you know what, I'll just go talk to her and see if she seems like a grad student. She seemed a little bit older than the other students. Um, not, you know, she's still, she's still young, but like not uh, like a kid, like not like 20, not like 19 or 20, right? So right. I went, yeah. So I went up and talked to her and said, "Oh, hey, are you like a grad student?" I just like, "Are you in the CTVA grad department?" Or no, uh, are you a grad student? Because I, you know, I, I pretended to, see, you know, say like I, I knew her, right? And she's like, "Uh, no." And then we chatted, and uh, she seemed, and then she's like, "Uh, yeah, sorry. Did you need to talk to me about something?" 
because she was like confused while I was talking to her. And I said, oh, well, you looked interesting. And I just felt like I wanted to say hi. And she smiled at that. <laughs> and I got, yeah. her, I got her email, yeah. So that was cool. Um, and then like she went, and what was cool is that she was going to go see the debate. Uh, this was like months ago. This is during the, the presidential debates. So I went, uh, I said, oh, maybe I'll see you at the, they were, so they were screening the debate on campus. So I, I met up with her at the debate just for briefly because I had to go to class. I, I had to go, either go to class or had another commitment later that night. And uh, she's like, oh, hey. And she seemed happy to see me. We watched the debate for a bit. And then I said, oh, I have to leave. Um, let's keep in touch. So I emailed her. And basically, uh, she seemed really busy. She wasn't, so I was like, oh crap. She's, uh, she seemed like, she said, hey, I'm working on my thesis. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm working on my thesis too. She's like, maybe after we can meet up, but this semester I'm just swamped. I'm like, okay, yeah, I totally get it. And, uh, and basically we just went from there. Uh, I Facebook stalked her a little bit, um, like, not right like a little yeah like a couple days later and i gave it some time and eventually i added her on facebook and uh she added me back and then i looked at her social media i was like uh you know i don't know if she's really my type (laughs) (laughs) is have you ever had that experience where like they seem pretty cool in person but then like you look at their social media and it's kind of i mean it's I don't want to be too judgmental, but it's just, it wasn't my style, you know, like, it's, it's not yeah. like, yeah, it's more like, um, well, yeah. I don't think, well, we dated in two different eras, I think. Um, I mean, I, I met my wife in 2010, so that's seven years ago, and I wasn't very prolific in, in social media, and social media was there, but it was more for promotions than anything else, and I don't think a lot of people used it as a platform to express their views as much, and especially in 2010, things weren't quite as bad. I, I mean, the economy was recovering slowly, but mm. it's not like it is now. But hold on one, one second. I have to go. F- speaking of my wife, she wanted me to go do something. Yeah, Just yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, go do your thing. Yeah. Musical interlude. But yeah, anyways, um, yeah, I dated in a period where social media was there, but it's not like today. Right. You know, you can Facebook, you can Google stalk someone, but Facebook stalking someone was like a hit and miss kind of thing because people who are in my age range tended not to use social media as much as they do today. Ah, okay, okay. So when you say it wasn't your style, was it um, because of the things she posted? Was it like on the point of view? Was it very conservative or Um, was it like... It wasn't political. Yeah, it wasn't political. It's more like, um, and uh, it was kind of like uh, the sorry to you know. F- f- I, I'm gonna make a generalization, and and I you know, uh, a lot of uh, international students, you know, especially uh, specifically 
from China, um, a lot of them are, are rich, right? Because they yeah. come here and they're international students. And a lot of things they post to me strike me as materialistic um, in the sense that, oh, hey, look at all this good food I had. Um, look at all this, you know, good new clothes I'm wearing. Um, and that stuff, you know, I mean, I, I get it. You know, like they're like some of them are new money. And they like want to use it, right? And you know, show yeah. it. So um, in that sense, it, it's it's not for me. I come from you know middle class um, at at one point, maybe lower middle class background, and uh, but fairly middle class. And and I I for my aesthetic, I, I'm I'm all about like oh you know being humble, not showing off, you know like. It's not to say like she was I'm saying that in general her, for her she wasn't that bad but it, it, it followed that trend a little bit you know what I mean like kind right. of like oh hey look at all this cool stuff you know I'm eating or I'm I'm doing and uh, which is you know I, I do that too but like I uh, anyways it seemed a little bit on the materialistic side um, just to keep it simple but uh, but I was like, okay, um, I don't have to date her. Basically, when I saw her social media, like, um, I'm, I'm, I seem to be more attracted to those girls who have a certain sense of, I don't know, there's a certain sense of, um, you know, creativity or art, you know, artistry or imagination right. or even, you know, and this is really, <laughs> in general, mystery. I guess uh, for her, they didn't seem too much of a mystery. She seemed pretty like open book, which is fine. I think there's, you know, that's that's a great category, you know, uh, type of uh, woman as well. Uh, so months pass. Basically, um, we're, you know, I, I tag her on. Uh, I would tag her on email, say, oh hey, uh, well, no, she she added me back as a friend, and then, um, you know, when there was a free moment during, you know, a break or something, I would say, hey, are you in the area? Or she's like, oh no, or no, I'll, or I'll be out. I was actually tra remember I was traveling the south during the winter time, um, so I think she tried. I think she reached out to. Oh, I think I reached out to her, and uh, it, it, our schedules didn't match up. So eventually, our schedules did match up, but it was like after we graduated. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this this like this is like six months later, and I'm like, okay, um, you know what? Yeah, maybe I won't be so judgy and just go on a date and see how it goes, right? Yeah. And um, and this is a this is probably my first cold I guess cold call date, you know, like cold approach yeah. date, like real life. Yeah, the all the other ones are online dating, right? So right. Um, we went we went to get dinner and she chose the place. She recommended a place, uh, and it was Japanese. Uh, it was decent. It's good, and. Um, we were talking and, uh, you know, I, I'm just being just friendly and, and, and she, 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 what was interesting is that, um, I liked her, uh, kind of straightforward nature. Like she asked me like, in the start of the day, like, so do you normally go out with people you don't know? <laughs> and, and I said, um, well, you know, I've, I've done online dating. Right. And she got kind of quiet and then, uh, and she's like, whoa, um, I didn't know this was a date. And I was like, uh, it's whatever you want. We could just be hanging out. It's whatever you want it to be, right? 
yeah. I, I, cause pr prior to that, I would see her on campus. I saw her during the graduation ceremony. I said, hi. So it wasn't like we were close at all. Like we didn't really hang out, hang out, but we've ran into each other before. Right. Yeah. So, and, um, uh, so, uh, the day was going well. We had, we had, uh, dinner. She recommended like some dish. Right. And, uh, and she seemed to be having a good time. She, cause after the dinner, she's like, "Oh, hey, let's like hang out some more. Let's get some boba or something, or like get uh, drinks." I was like, "Yeah, let's do that." And uh, I think one of the reasons was I I was pretty open about, you know, I'd done online dating, and she's so curious about that, and my experience, and then also like my experience as a lift uh, as a, as a uh, ride sharing driver for. Uh, a company. <laughs> I don't know if right. I can. I don't know if we can name companies, but anyways, it's it's not Uber. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and she was like, I told her like there was like these girls in the back who were sharing like sex stories, and then when I said that, she got really curious. She's like, oh, I want to hear it, but like probably not here because we we're in the restaurant at the time. I'm like, maybe let's go somewhere more. You know, let's go somewhere else and talk about that. I was like, okay, dang, all right, so. We went to a park, we got Bobo, went to a park, um, and we're chatting up, and I was sharing, you know, some of the stories I shared on here, like the um, the, the, the Latina lady who, who didn't want to escalate or do anything, and, and I was just right. in the bed next to her, yeah. And then she, she found that hilarious, and uh, we were sitting on a bench, and I kept trying to sit close to her, yeah, and she kept scooting away. It was pretty funny. I, was, I, was, <laughs> I, I kept sitting close to her, she was wearing like a bare bare shoulder dress, and right. uh, and um, and I was like, and I, I knew in my mind like James, if I don't go for like we're sitting in a park, it's kind of evening now, and like people there's no one around really, and uh, there and I was thinking James, if I don't try something, I'm gonna hate myself, right? So I like kiss her shoulder, and she's like, whoa, hey, is this like a date? Are we? really on a date you know she kept questioning it I was like okay well hey you know we can do whatever um, and she would share some of her like awkward semi date experiences before um, and she it's weird like she didn't want me kissing her shoulder or too close but she still wanted the night to continue so I don't get it you know yeah she, she was like oh hey is there another place you know of I'm like um, yeah uh, maybe let's go there's a hill area we can check out the city you know uh like a night night view and uh she's like oh that sounds cool and so we went to the hill area uh in the san fernando valley like up in um, up Reseda. you go all the way up there's some spots you can take a look at uh, down on on the night scenery and um but i'm just weirded out because like she doesn't like I was trying to kiss her shoulder, she's like, no. And then uh, I tried holding her hand. She's like, what, is this a date? Like, no. And she would like let go of my hand after we hold for a few minutes. So I'm just kind of like getting mixed messages, right? Cause she yeah. wants the night to continue, but she doesn't want any. So I'm like, okay. And I know I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, just James, just have a good time. Don't worry about the outcome so much. But as you see, as you'll see later, it, it, I, I did worry about the outcome. But <laughs> um, so we're we're watching, we're looking at the night view, and um, 
this at this point we have to sit close because like the, we're sitting on my jacket which is not that big so we sit close and you know at this point I'm kind of you know have my shoulder uh, against her back and she's not kind of she's not really scooting away and she, I get and then we were kind of like nuzzling a little bit and then uh, I tried the shoulder thing again I kissed her shoulder and after talking for a bit we were sharing like um, and she was like uh, yeah sharing she was pretty open about like some of her sex stories and I was like wow she and I told her like I haven't had sex or like um, any sort of thing like that in a, a long time and she's like what she was like surprised and she kept asking me oh hey it, you must take a lot of girls up here and I told her no you're the first one which was true uh, she was right. the yeah um, I've had previously I've had date a date where I would like I would regret like oh I should have taken take taken her here instead of like a public space so I, I learned from my mistakes from previous dates like oh I should take her to a more private more um, intimate location and uh, and I'm kind of kissing her shoulder we're, we're kind of close to each other and and when I kiss her shoulder she's like okay I'll make out with you and <laughs> nice yeah and then she like makes out with me like really like hard like I'm like yeah. whoa she's like she grabs the back of my head and we're like whoa and and I'm like wow okay and uh, I'm like this is great <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah she, she and and then we just after that we chilled for a bit and then I we kind of like cuddle and then I try to initiate again for the make out we do it a little bit but then she like stopped and like okay that's you know that's enough I'm like okay so she's like kind of stop and go with me because then I try to do it again and she's like no let's just let's just sit and watch the night scenery and I'm like okay so eventually she has to go pee and <laughs> I'm like all right we can go to the park or I mean we can you can pee at my place and yeah. she, and she said that's a really interesting that's a that's a weird invitation. Like you say that to a lot of girls. I'm like, what? Just pee at my place? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to my place. I'm like, okay, this is great, right? And also, one thing I need to mention was like, while we're on the hill, uh, looking at the night scenery, um, I told her like I stopped watching porn. I would just use like fantasy, like imagination, right? If yeah. I, if I wanted to masturbate, and she's like, oh, have you ever masturbated to me? <laughs> and nice. I was like and I said uh, wow look at the nice scenery I'm kind of playing coy because yeah. I, I kind of want to answer the question just to like have fun but I, I, I tease it a little. I'm like oh hey look at the nice scenery and I'm avoiding the question she's like no answer the question right yeah. and uh, and I said uh, yeah I have uh, <laughs> which is tr it's a true it's true I have you know Okay, and, and then I would told I would tell her a little bit of my fantasy it would be like, that I'd be like, oh, you you you'd be at my place. I'd show you my bedroom, and you'd say, oh, is this where the magic happens? And then, uh, and then uh, you would sit. I would told I told her like in my fantasy, you would sit. Uh, Sarah would sit down on the bed, and then kind of unbuckle my belt, and then you know things would go from there. Yeah. <laughs> she would take out you know take off my shorts. right right yeah. anyways um so we get to my place and uh we spend some time there's like these she's she's a little bit ocd about her jacket had a lot of these um uh 
these little uh, wheat things that got stuck in it. So I helped her clean that out. And then I said, uh, do you want to check out my place? She's like, yeah, I'll, ch I'll check out your room. <laughs> OK. <laughs> so. And then? So I take her in my room, and uh, we just chill. I play a little bit of guitar, like, uh, you know, I played her Wonderwall, you know? Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, play louder. And uh, my roommate's home. He's in the room yeah. over. But I, I, I said, hey, before we went upstairs, I was like, hey, can I close your door? <laughs> and uh, I, let her, I let him know via text I, I was bringing someone over. Um, but uh, so we're chilling in my room and then she's like okay it's getting kind of late I should go and we hug right and I'm like fuck this is so weird she, it's like I, she's not really pushing for anything so I, I was like okay let me try something right so as yeah. we hug I start taking off my shirt <laughs> <laughs> it's like a buttoned shirt so I start yeah. taking it and she's like oh are you gonna show me your six pack and she, I was like whoa she's down yeah yeah and then uh so i take off my shirt and um you know we go to the bed and then she's on top you know on top of me i still have my shorts on and i'm like hold on uh let me let me let me uh open the let me close my closet so i cl i don't know why i'm just so nervous I, I guess i have nerves so i was like oh hold on i want cl i close the closet so the mirror because i kind of want to see us you know yeah and and then she's like hey put you know hey do you have a belt i'm like oh <laughs> so I put on a belt on my shorts yeah. and she's like um all right hey come here you know and then uh she so so she she cuz she knows of my fantasy she starts t unbuckling my shorts I'm like holy nice. shit this is hard hot a uh, hot and she pulls down my <laughs> shorts right so I'm in my yeah. underwear and then she's like kind of rubbing the outside of my underwear and I'm like whoa and I I, I kind of like you know I I make some noise I'm like Oh, hold on. Let me um, let me let me put some music on. So I, I I step away real quick and I put some music on and I connect to a speaker. I'm having some trouble with my my music player I, and I change the light. Uh, I also turn off I, I dim the light a little bit. Um, and she's just kind of sitting there looking at me like um okay. Because <laughs> uh, she was like she was in a vulnerable place and then I'm so and then I step away and she's like okay what do you did you find the song? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Here, let me press play. I like. Are you afraid you're gonna be? I'm gonna be loud. I'm said. Oh no, no, Sarah. I'm I'm afraid I'm gonna be loud, right? So yeah. I put the music on. The lights are dimmed, and then she's like, hey, it's kind of hot. Um, I'm like, oh, here, let me turn up the AC. So I go downstairs and I turn up the AC, and I come back and she's like looking at my bookcase, right? So I sit down next to her, I'm and then I take off my my jacket and I'm just in my in my underwear again. And um, she's looking at my bookcase. We start chatting about it. Oh, I have never read any of these books, and you know, blah blah blah. Um, and I start kissing her shoulder, and she's like, um, "Hey, can we just like lie down?" So we lie down on the bed, right? Yeah. And I'm in my underwear, and she's like, "Man, this reminds me of college, you know?" Because she's 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 a grad student. She's older than most yeah. of the undergrads, and you know, so am I. And. And then uh, we chat about that, like, you know, and I kind of roll over to her and start like, you know, hey, you know, trying to escalate it, right? And yeah. she's, she shows me her panties, which are cute. Um, and, but she says, oh, that's it. That's, that's all you're gonna see. I'm like, uh, okay. 
and then I say, hey, do you want to see mine? <laughs> like, do you want to see my my thing? Yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah. So, I show so I show her my dick, and um, she's like, oh, you have a nice package, right? And yeah. she smiles at me, and then I'm I'm trying to like kiss her and stuff. She's like, uh, no, it's okay. I'm like, all right. Um, she's like, you know what? I'm getting kind of tired. Let's, can we just? Um, I'm like, okay, well, how about, can I, um, uh, hey, can I just, uh, here, why don't I just, uh, you can lay there and how about I just touch myself next to you? <laughs> okay. And she's like, uh, no. And she gets up. I'm like, okay, how about you stand there and, um, I'll just touch myself. And, <laughs> and she's like, no, uh, more emphatically. And I kind of laugh and say, oh, okay. But I was kind of desperate at that point. So, <laughs> so I put I put on my clothes. I drive her back to her car, and she and I go for a kiss at the end of the night. And she's like, mm, "Let's just be friends." So I kiss her on the cheek, and then, then that's it. I message her back later that night. Say, "Hey." Uh, oh no, she messaged me later that night. Say, "Hey, thanks for being a gentleman and for the honest conversation." And I said, "Yeah, but right back at you." Uh, and she's leaving. She's actually leaving for a PhD program in the Midwest area, right? And uh, in a, in a couple of weeks. And I was like, "Well, hey, uh, hopefully, you know, let me know if you want to meet up again." And uh, so a couple of weeks have passed. Actually, I think she's leaving. Yeah, she should be leaving. Either she already left, or she's leaving today, or something like that. But uh, I tried messaging her again, um, but like a week, like I sent her photos a couple of days later. Um, but she's like, thanks, James. And then a week later, uh, I messaged, hey, you want to hang out? And she didn't get back to me like for a while and said, hey, you know, I'm kind of busy. Um, but uh, best of luck with for you and everything. So, so that's it. And as we were, wa- I remember on the, as we were walking to the car after the thing, after like getting out of my house, she was telling me, there's nothing you did wrong, really. She's like, she just went straight into like, like yeah, commentary. She, commentary. She's like, there wasn't anything you did wrong. You just uh, go with the flow. And I was like, oh okay. So I knew I I couldn't go to sleep that night really. I even yeah yeah I even I I I told her like, hey, I'm gonna masturbate. <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna use this hand too, like I was holding her hand, and she's like, okay, I I get it, <laughs> I get it, and I did, and I was like. It's probably one of the saddest masturbations I've ever had. Um, <laughs> so, what do you know? Do you understand what what the commentary was? Like, go with the flow. Yeah, I mean, because basically, when I stopped to, okay, the first time I stopped was like to close the closet or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't too bad. But then when I went to stop to play the music and turn the lights, I was basically putting a lot of pressure on her. I think. Like, yeah. Yeah, like. Oh, I'm I'm really trying really hard to set the mood, and I've thought about this um, like thousands of times, probably or hundreds of times in my mind. Well, maybe like forty-five times, but anyways, um, yeah, I think that's where it was. I mean, yeah, hearing just hearing the facts, you you agree? I guess I totally agree. I mean, the closet thing was like minor, but the. Th- because it's really quick. Yeah. 
But and then, then she was going to go through your whole fantasy thing. She was asked for the belt, everything like that. And then you like put an abrupt end to it. She couldn't continue that, that whole thing because the momentum was going. It, it's, it's like um, when you watch it. When you watch a good MMA fight, right? Yeah. When someone knocks a person down, yeah. they don't just wait and wait for the other guy to come up and see. Yeah. When they see the, the person knocked down, there might be a split second. They're like, oh, holy crap, I have to go pound on that guy. There's that and opening. Jump. Yeah. Yeah. And so they just keep on going, right? But what you did was like, you knocked the person down. And you're like, holy shit, let me get ready for like the next haymaker I'm going to give. And then it just stops everything. It just kills it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm glad I'm talking about it now because uh, if you told me that like right afterwards, I'd probably be. So I was depressed for two days. Um, right. Uh, and I think when I was a when I was a teenager, I didn't have the vocabulary, or to like I didn't understand what depression was really. Yeah. I I understand being sad. But I didn't know, yeah. like, okay, what's what what makes what goes from sadness to depression? Like, I didn't quite understand that jump, right? Yeah. Um, so I couldn't go to sleep that night. Uh, well, I, I I slept like maybe like four hours. The next day, I had to work on a shoot. I was I was doing like dishwashing for this this uh, as a PA uh, for for a shoot, and um, and I remember I was just washing dishes and. Uh, you know, even I'm wa- even though I'm washing dishes, it's it was good pay for the day, and there's like really good people I'm working with, nice people, but I just it was hard for me to interact with people. I just remember washing dishes, and because it's sol- washing dishes is fairly solitary. Yeah, I'm just thinking to myself about the situation again and again, and I knew thinking about that night. Um, I actually I actually edited I couldn't go to sleep, so I edited like one of our podcasts that night, and I also. Uh, I was reading up like like a lot of articles on, um, you know, self worth, sex, need, like yeah, Mark. I've talked about him before. Mark Manson's a good writer. Um, it's like sex is not a need, but it's what is a need is like emotional connection and intimacy, and a lot. And because of we're human, we we associate that with sex or sexual things, right? And yeah. And I stopped, and I and when she said, "Oh, just go with the flow," and um, and I, I I pinpointed those that those two moments, right? The the mirror thing, not too bad, but the music, and uh, I was like, "What the what the fuck is wrong with me, right? Like, why did I do that? Like, and I'm trying to answer that. Uh, maybe it was nerves. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe." You know, may I sour grapes like, oh, maybe she had like an STD or something, which I don't know. That's kind of like me just just trying to like play it off or something. Uh, no, she seemed very you no know, nice and healthy. Like she I trusted her. So I, I don't think yeah. that was an issue. Um, we've built the trust. So, um, uh, yeah, I was just trying to figure out what it was. And maybe because I haven't I've I've put so much. um emphasis on my sex life or and I've tied it intrinsically to my self-worth that I think uh which is is problematic right um and it's it made me depressed like and then when I going back to depression um 
Uh, do you think it's a disease? I mean, we talked about this a little bit. Or do you think it's just a mental state? Or Depression is a disease. I, I, there's like, there are too many people in this world who have it to say that it's just a, a state of mind. It might be, some of it might be state of mind, but I'm, I'm sure a lot of people suffer from a chemical imbalance or some sort of physical thing that creates that the, the state that they're in mm. perpetually. Yeah. But uh, I, I think in your situation, at least in this situation, you've put too much emphasis on sex, I, I agree, to the point where you have to make it into this grand event. Right, right, yeah, right. Into a memorable event. Yeah, yeah. Where you have to like dim the lights and then the music has to be playing, etc., etc. Whereas if you just uh just went through just, yeah. just went for it and not worry about the the whole setting, not be a director <laughs> and and be in control of everything, every aspect of it. Because you have to remember that this is not a movie or a TV show, and you just have to enjoy the situation for what it is. Like everything, right? You have to enjoy the situation for what it is. Right. Yeah. Even if you didn't get to that point, you have to enjoy. Oh, you know, this this is at least fun because I'm making an emotional connection with somebody else. That may not lead to anything because you were at the very beginning of the date. It sounded like as if you were okay with just like hanging out and just you know seeing what this person was like. Yeah. Yeah. But as the night progressed, it, you saw that there was a chance for something more. Yeah. And then that's when the pressure starts building up, right? The anticipation of it all. Yeah. When you're when you're so close to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of like I should be. I I had a great, you know, it was a great date. Probably one of my top yeah. ten dates of all time, you know. And uh, I have to remind myself of that, and also I have to remind myself that. Because of that experience, I can have this conversation with you. I after the words like, after I got through my funk on the third day, I called one, you know I called some of my uh, one of my close friends and talked to him about it, and uh, that was good. We connected. So like, it, so it, it led to like some meaningful conversations and led me to uh, think more about myself and also like depression like. So this word, right? I I didn't understand. Like going back to like this this word, I didn't understand what it meant until like probably maybe my late twenties or something, where like I would uh-huh. sometimes get these funks for no reason, right? Or sometimes yeah. I would get into these funks because of something that triggered it, like this. And right. this is the most recent one where it was just so sharp. The 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 feeling of 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 worthlessness. This feeling of of um, like I don't want to do anything. Like one one uh, TED talk talker, one one TED talk speaker was saying, "Oh, the the opposite of of depression is not happiness; it's vitality, right? Because right. when you're depressed, you don't want to do anything." And I get that, you know, because um, I I felt like I didn't want to do anything, and then I mean I I was I pushed myself to do stuff, but even when I'm doing the stuff like the dishwashing, I drove Lyft to, I just there was this constant like blue haze or something on me and I've and I just like fuck what is and I kept thinking to myself what the fuck is wrong with me right and just this self-loathing you know it's a lot of self-loathing like why did I did not just go through with it why did I have to make everything perfect you know and uh, I just want to let like our listeners know like if you if you've gone through that experience just 
Um, so failure, right? Like, I've learned a lot from this experience. Right. But at the same time, I don't want to go through that again because it's so painful, that kind of depression. Um, yeah. Now, if it happened again, I don't think I would go into such a sharp depression because I have more perspective on it now. But when I was going through it, I was like, shit, I need to, I need to go find a therapist or something because, you know, I wasn't suicidal or anything. But I understood how someone would want to commit suicide, basically. You know, right. you know what I mean? Like, I intellectually, yeah. I understand because of how deep, how sad I was or how depressed I was, I could understand why someone would. Because um, David Foster Wallace, he wrote about how uh, it's kind of like if you're in, um, if if you're in a burning building, right? Some people choose to jump out of the burning building because they'd rather choose that death over burning alive, right? Yeah. And he he uh, makes that met this. Uh, analogy to suicide because depression is basically constant burning alive this feeling of constantly burning right yeah but but whereas jumping out of the building is like oh it's going to be one instant of an excruciating pain and darkness and then you know that's it whereas burning alive is a a elongated period of time before you die so um and I, I was like before when I would read those things I was like I don't get it this is like why are people so sad they just need to cheer up right yeah but now when since I got into this this funk I I have more empathy now um I mean so yeah I what I want to talk about is a little bit is like so uh, how did I deal with it is like yeah I talked to friends I uh I went to a boxing gym after uh like on the third day when I was feeling just a little bit better and um I, I went to the boxing gym I boxed I did a drop in and I, I, did, I boxed for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I was just like jumping rope and I just remember punching the bag and I felt like I was punching myself. Like, I was like, you fucking idiot, James. <laughs> um, I mean, like how, like when you get, in, do you get into the funks yourself or like, yeah. I think, I think everybody gets into a funk of some sort. Um, and then as far as like close, like, getting so close and realizing your mistakes afterward. I mean, everyone goes through that. I can think of three instances where I I came close to, when I was single, where I was like, oh, and I think about the play-by-play, I was like, I could have done something, and it would have led to having sex, and I fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. Like I think a lot of guys get go through that. Okay, good. Uh, I mean, I had a girl tell me, I was like, uh, I... We we spent the night, or we didn't spend the night. I was like, I think I, I kind of abruptly, I was like, okay, well, I'm tired now. I'm going to go home. Yeah. <laughs> and then we we went out like one or two times after that, but we never did anything. And I saw her at a wedding, and I was like, okay, it's time for me to go home because <laughs> I have like an hour and a half drive home. And before I left, she's like, you really should stay until the whole, until the whole party's over. I was like, in my mind, I was like, "What are you talking about? Everyone's leaving." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was because of uh, I didn't I didn't make a move on her. Oh, she wanted you to stay. Okay. Yeah. So I I did that, and then uh, I was like, "Oh, that's what she meant." <laughs> but and just thinking back on it. Now the question would be for you for her in that situation. Did you really? Was it worth it though? Did should you have stayed? Do you think? Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> she was. A- I was single, and I was in li- living in in a. As far as like 
social life was concerned, it was like pretty desolate where I oh, was. Oh, really? And yeah. she was attractive? She was attractive. Okay. And then I, I've had, I've had another instance where um, I was talking to a girl, secluded beach. Yeah. And she looks around and she goes, you know, we could probably have sex here and no one would know. Yeah. And then we were just talking and she goes, well, maybe next time. And she says that real quick. And then she, we're talking and then she closes her eyes for a moment for like like a good 20, 30 seconds. What? I think she's waiting for me to like kiss her. I was like, uh, and I didn't do it. Oh. So, I mean, there's that, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. We were on, we were at a resort and we were sitting on one of those patio chairs on the beach and it was completely empty. Wow. Yeah. Did you feel comfortable about going, if, if you actually did it, would you have gone through with it or you're not comfortable with like public sex, I guess? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was like, it was no one there. Oh, wow. Like, li- we saw one couple when we first got there and it was like nine o'clock at night and they just like walked past us to go back to the resort and we were on the beach completely like pitch black. We were on the patio chair, you know, the lounge chairs that are cushioned underneath wow. the canopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was it was almost like an invitation. She like prefaced it and I didn't do anything. Did you uh, feel sad about it afterwards or like did, yeah, did you try to do anything afterwards about it? Oh, well, yeah, I, I thought you know we could just go back to the hotel. Yeah, yeah. My hotel room and nope, nothing. She she wasn't feeling it after that. No. <sighs> yeah, I mean you have to think about that, right? I, like the danger of it like I mean, when else are are you gonna actually have that situation where you're in the public, but and and still secluded? And it was it was turning her on. She was in the mood. Yeah, man, women. It's like like for guys, I think we're always like we can do it anywhere, right? <laughs> like we can. Yeah, we're in the mood all the time, or like most more a lot, more frequently than. Sometimes I'm not in the mood, but like I, you know, more more frequently than females, I think. But for females, like if it's like once they're in that mood, it's that it's like a really short window, and it's yeah. very, and it's very it's very easy to have it nudged out of that mood. Like, yeah, you just have to know and be aware of it and be ready to go. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I was in both instances. I was like, oh, after the fact, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> okay, right? yeah. Hey, I mean, does that make you feel better? That does actually. It makes me feel actually. Cause I, 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 um, cause a lot of guys, you know, in, in conversations, a lot of guys brag about their conquests or they brag about, you know, they don't talk about their failures so much, you know? So well, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, it happens a lot. I, I think it happens more. I'm sure the people who have more chances at those like conquests and failures, they probably had like, you know, failures at the very beginning to, yeah. that teach them, okay, I have to do this in this situation. Right. You just have to go with it. Right. And then I, I was, there was another girl I was just like really, really into, but she had a boyfriend, but we hang out like once or twice a week. We basically went on dates. Well, that's weird. She, oh, but she has a, okay, okay. She has a she boyfriend. She had a boyfriend who was like, you know, 30, 40 minutes away. Yeah. Like, you yeah. Know, uh, maybe an hour away. Okay. And we'd hang out all the time and it was just great, right? But I never made a move on her because she had a boyfriend. I remember watching a, a movie with her, The Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah. At, at her apartment and then 
oh, you know, everything's going well. We're sitting on her bed just watching TV. We're very close. Her cell phone call, or her boyfriend calls on her cell phone, and she goes, hey, you know, I'm just watching a movie, blah, 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 blah. And that completely throws me off. I'm uh. like, it completely throws me off. So she hangs up. She goes, oh, you know, why don't you sit you know, close again? And I was like, okay, but I'm like acting a little standoffish, and she's like, what's wrong? And in my mind, I'm like, I'm completely thrown off. I'm thinking, oh, we're just in the friend zone because you just talked to your boyfriend. So I don't do anything. But as we're watching the Thomas Crown Affair, and if you've seen it, you've seen it, right, with Pierce Brosnan and Rene Russo? Uh, no, I haven't. I, I know I know of the film. But is it is it sexual in nature, or...? Well, Rene Russo goes topless at one point. Okay, okay. And she goes, what do you think about those... What do you think about those boobs? I was like, they're nice. <laughs> and then this girl is stacked. You know, <laughs> she's like a thin girl, and, but stacked. yeah. And then she goes, well, what's your ideal size? And she, like, lays down on her bed, like, and just, like, she's in a tight tank top. Wow. And I'm like, oh, I, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do at this moment. Because she just had a conversation with her boyfriend, and she's, now she's asking me about boob sizes that I, I prefer. And she, she knows she has a nice set. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, uh, I don't even remember. It's, it's been over 10 years. Yeah, over over fifteen years. Wow. And I'm like, uh, I yeah, the yeah, you have about the right size, <laughs> but I I don't know what to do, and I just I just like roll off the bed and I'm just like looking around at their carpet and she goes, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh wow. And I, I think I left. You left. We, we still hung out. Yeah. Yeah, we still hung out every now and then, but yeah. That's so strange, though. Like, what is she... I don't get See, it. Yeah. I don't get it either, right? I'm, I'm like, in my 20s at the time, and I'm, I'm not, like, dating a lot of girls because, again, I was in a desolate, a social desolate wasteland. Okay, yeah. And yeah. I just, you know, so... Wait, where were you exactly? Or, like, where? I was in Silicon Valley. <laughs> Man Jose? Or, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Man Jose. Man was basically 10 to 1. 10 single guys to every single girl. And you had a, a stacked, attractive woman um, ask about boob size. Okay, all right. Yeah, and I, I'm like, oh, I should have done something. And I don't think she would have cared. I'm not cared, like, she wouldn't have cared in the sense, like, she still had a boyfriend and that wasn't a part of her factor it was just like we were both attracted to each other yeah we knew it yeah but i never made a move did you feel sad after that or like yeah yeah i mean um you know i i i totally was like really into her oh i mean but thinking about that dynamic though maybe i guess Whenever something happens, right, like a failure yeah. or something, there, there's always the interpretation, the interpretation of the event, which I think is, yeah. in many ways, is more important than the event itself, right? Yeah. So, I mean, what was, like, because yeah, yeah, go ahead. Then you just start dissecting everything. Yes. Kind of yeah. like what you're doing, right? I'm totally... You're dissecting every single moment, what I could have done better, you know? And then you think about all these, like, little plays, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, it's okay. It's, it's okay, over. yeah. And it's like, you know, and it's always like, oh, if I did this or if I did that, it would have been great. It would have been perfect, my life. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if that's true. Because, like, she had a... Okay, let's, like, taking your moment, like, 
what if you guys went through with it? Maybe then, who knows? Maybe you would have an awkward relationship with her and the boyfriend, or I don't know. Maybe, yeah. who, kno- who knows? Who knows? But in that moment, um, would you f- do you think that was a failure in your eyes? Or do you think it was, uh, like, what, I mean, what was your interpretation? What's your, what's your lesson from that moment, you, you think? Yeah, I, I mean, looking back on it, 15 years out of, out of that situation, yeah. I should have just done it. Okay. Because you, you just kind of, like, do it, and then you deal with the consequences rather than uh, you want to live in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Rather yeah. than worry about something that may or may not happen. Right. I think it's yeah. not. It's not a situation where it's like um, where you have to worry about the future consequences in in that regard. Yeah. Because everyone's young, you know, things will happen, and then you just kind of deal with it as they come, and then just move on. Right. I think that's the problem with me is that. Yeah, you're right. I was like directing the freaking moment and uh, overthinking things. Um, it's uh, it's tough, man. And then like even even talking to you about it, like it's hard for me to convey all the different feelings I was feeling in that moment, and also the the depression afterwards. Like it seems like words are a little bit inadequate, you know, because. Afterwards, I was just, it was just uh, so sharp, you know, the, this, this dark, this darkness. And, um, and, and now thinking back on it, it's kind of funny, you know, like I'm fucking, I'm like, yeah. I'm in my underwear, like rubbing myself like, hey, can I just like jack off and you just stand there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's how desperate, but, yeah. Um, it, it, it is, it is. Well, you know, I think about it sometimes about that, that one girl and I say, you know what? It's okay because... Uh, Maybe I would have been, I might have felt really guilty about it. Maybe the relationship would have like died then and there yeah. because I did something that was against my my principles. Ah, yeah. Right. Right. Because that means if I were to do this, and I and we get together, I will always think, oh man, if she has like another guy friend, is she like into that guy? Is she gonna go? And that would probably mess with my mind as well. Right. No, I, so yeah, it it it's give and take, right? I mean, I I'm sure I would have totally enjoyed myself. Sure, but at the same time, I I think I would have been torturing myself in different ways. <laughs> um, it's uh yeah. I mean, okay, good. I'm 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 actually like really glad. Um, I'm actually really glad you shared that story because then it just makes me feel like okay, I'm not alone, right? I think that's no. that's a that's a major thing that because whenever you're in a funk or you're you're in that dark blue place, um, it's like it's hard to see outside. Like there's a wider world. There's a whole network of people that go through similar things, right? And yeah. uh, I was looking into like, oh, is there any some therapy groups? But there were like twenty to fifty dollars a session. I was like. You know what? Let me see. Let me ride this out, and if if I get really low, maybe I'll go pay the money and see if there's any, like, uh, over, there's like a group therapy for like overly sensitive guys. Or that's like, and I was like, oh, that sounds just like me, and um, yeah, I, I, you know what? And, and I think it builds character, right? Uh, I think uh, it's okay. Like recently, I got. Um, I got a role for I you know I told you about it. We, we won't say the name but of like a very famous artist right and he's doing yeah. like a, a show of some sort 
and uh, he told me like, hey, like you, well, you and these, you know, you and these other uh, few actors, you guys were like the best actors, so that's why I'm giving you this role, this position. And yeah. uh, you, you know, got it. Uh, yeah, so I got it right. Oh, and um, and you know, that's really felt good, like validating, right? Um, yeah. I, and I don't really consider myself like a full time. I'm not a full time actor or whatever or improver. Mm-hmm. Um, and that felt good. And this was after the incident, uh, after the, like me. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, hey, you know what? And I was just thinking recently, like, why, why don't I feel like good about myself? You know, why do I I feel like because I haven't had sex or whatever that I'm, you know, because sometimes we equate esteem right with sex, and yeah, you know, I should be like. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? Yeah, I'm actually pretty cool. Like, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself and a lot of value on this incident and on these things. And, um, and like, uh, I, I should be, yeah. So I, I got that thing and, um, but it's just hard. It's, it's hard to feel happy or feel good about yourself, you know, um, sometimes. And, I just I, maybe I'm maybe I'm, when I'm lost in the in the forest or something I or I'm I I only see trees I don't see the forest you know I guess I yeah yeah I, I don't see the bigger picture of like who I am as a person like things I should be happy about myself and these things that you know and letting go of those 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 these things that I've made I've made as like monuments these these I've created these monuments of these moments and where as instead I should just treat these moments as like gifts like. These are learning opportunities. And I think if I didn't have that experience, I don't think I would have been as vulnerable in the audition. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Because I was kind of in a raw place, and I was doing a lot of meditation afterwards. I a bike, I freaking bike ride. I, I rode my bike to San Diego after that incident because I felt like, shit, I need to. First of all, it was something I was planning for a while. I was thinking about doing it for a while. And two, it was like, you know what? I need to get my mind off of like I'm just came out of this. Uh, let me get my mind off of this and women and just focus on, you know, just myself. Um and that was a crazy that's like a whole nother podcast. Um but yeah, yeah. You have to think about it this way. There if you have if you're completely satisfied with your life, completely satisfied. Yeah. That means there's no more room for improvement. Right? Right, right. And you're never going to do, you, you might as well just sit back and, and just enjoy what you have and just like forget about it and not learn other, about other things or whatever. I think if you utilize those things, right, the things that you're not happy with yourself, yeah. about yourself, yeah, you can always do something about it. That's one thing I say, you know what, if, if you're not getting something out of your life, that's, if you're, there's some unhappy part or something that you want to prove, you can go and, and do something about it. That's a choice. Mm. And I always use that, right? I, my career-wise, I haven't been doing so well, but I'm, I think about, okay, what, what am I happy about and what can I do to improve myself? Yeah. I'm always thinking about that. What can I do to improve myself? Sometimes I don't do it because I'm just lazy. Yeah. But then I have no one else to blame. And then because of that, I have to accept my own responsibilities for my own life. Yeah, yeah. I accept... I think accepting responsibility is was, was is key because um, it's easy to blame. Oh, if only she was more into it, or like, or, 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 or like blaming others. I guess 
it's easy to do that, playing the blame game. But I think, yeah, there's something empowering about taking responsibility for like your failures, for your successes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. that's the reason why I don't really like to think about regret. Okay. Uh, I used to regret, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that. But I think if I were to go back in time, back into that situation, I'm sure 10 times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, that I would make the same decision I made <laughs> back then. Because without knowing any further information, right? You make the decisions that you make based on how you feel at the time, your, cultu- your cultural upbringing, you know, how you think about things, uh, what you're worried about, because that's what everyone else t- teaches you to worry about. And that's the only information that you have. So okay, you make that decision based on all the information that you have at that time, and that's it. Hindsight is always great. Yeah, right? yeah. I could have done this. I could have done that. But who the hell knows? Maybe you made that decision and your life might have veered in a, in a wor- much worse course. Right, right. You just think that it's going to be better. So regretting the decision that you make, I'm sure if I go back and think about all the decisions I made that were stupid right now, I was like, well, you know what? Um, if I was 21 again, I would still probably make the, the same mistakes that I made back then. Right, right. Same. Same exact ones. And I, I thought about that because um, I thought about that incident. And I remember I would, I would dissect not just that incident with Sarah, uh, which may or may not be her real name, probably not. Um, and I thought about my other previous sexual experiences too. And I was like, you know what? This is not an isolated incident. I have a history of this. I remember mm-hmm. one of my ex-girlfriends like, uh, I, I came back to see her uh, after we were apart for a while because we were long distance and she just started um, going down on me and like I just got on the door and she started going down on me it's like I, I was like whoa because <laughs> she was like really horny and um, I was like hey hey hold on let me let me take a shower first <laughs> 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 but she had already she already has me in my her mouth and I like wait wait let me shower first and then so i go shower she showers and then we do it eventually but the the same feeling the the same feeling of of spontaneity is not there and yeah yeah, no it's it's uh but you're right now i have a history of this and then from there i can i can make better decisions right um yeah you can learn from them right yeah and you can only learn from them if you if you make the mistakes and you like think about it again and yeah. then you go, you know what, I could have done it better this way. So when that situation comes, you actually can recognize it and say, you know what, this is just like XYZ. Yeah. I'm just going to do, instead of doing ABC, I'm going to do LMNLP or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just, uh, it sucks, man. Like, it sucks to like, the learning <laughs> process sucks. Like, but that's, that's the best way to learn, right? You learn, you learn much better from like mistakes you learn much quicker i think right but i guess what i'm trying to say is like the feelings the feeling yeah the, the feelings, feelings. Uh, but it's the same same thing as like touching fire right you learn much faster oh okay yeah yeah you mu- learn much faster than okay see the thing is you didn't learn from your your ex-girlfriend yeah because there was no repercussions and i had sex afterwards yeah right yeah no repercussions that made you think, oh man, I, I really screwed up that time because, but you still had your satisfaction afterwards. Sure, sure, yeah. You still got to eat your cake. Yeah. <laughs> right? Whereas in this situation, I lost the cake and yeah. Yes, you did. I did lose the cake and it's fine. I have to be okay with yeah. that. I mean. You have to be okay with it. 
Um, I mean, I, I'm, uh, I, I can be okay not being okay with it for a period of time, but eventually I have to be okay with it. Yeah. Right. Cause uh, yeah, I just gotta move on, right? Uh, yeah. I I think the feelings. Going back to feelings, uh, it, it's. There's people who have these feelings. Uh, I think what's really important is to know that the feelings in and of themselves do not have mm-hmm. value. I mean, I mean, the feelings in and of themselves are information to tell you maybe something's wrong, something needs to yeah. be changed, right? Like, like your fire example. Yeah. But I think the problem is when people obsess about the feeling or I obsess about the feeling like, oh, Oh, I'm I'm so sad. I feel so I'm so dumb. I'm such an idiot, and you know that uh, I feel this way because it's true. You know, I think that's a right. dangerous jump of logic. Yeah, when when actually once I think one thing I've been focusing on is like, oh, I f- these feeling these feelings is information telling me like, oh, something needs to change. Like I got burned. I need to stop touching that fire, and. That's you know, but the the burning in and of itself is is just just information. It's just like like don't don't live in that don't live in just burning, you know. Uh, yeah. And when I think of it that way, when I feel like sad, when I get sad and stuff like that, I just realize, oh, this is me telling me I should examine my life. It doesn't. It doesn't tell me anything about my own self worth. Is what I'm trying to say. It's not saying like I am worthless. It's not saying that I am, I am, uh, I am despicable or I am, I am shit. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, all it's yeah. saying is that maybe something could be better. Something could be improved. Or it could be for no reason. I've had funks recently. I was like fucking. I was a uh, an anime expo recently, right? And yeah. on the second day. I, you know, I was feeling kind of lonely because I was by myself. I, I ran into some people, but uh, I most of the time was by myself. And I was just like, why am I in a, I'm in, I'm in fucking anime expo, you know, and I have a pass and I should have, I should be happy, but I wasn't for some reason. And I saw, I saw one of, okay, this is kind of personal, but like, I saw one girl I dated before, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, you know, it's cha- she's really cool. She's like one of the coolest girls I've met and um, but and I was just thinking like James what's wrong with me why don't I pursue her more or why 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 do I am I looking for something more perfect or something and I was thinking about this and I got kind of sad about it because me and I think what really was what it was was that I was just lonely at the time you know yeah and I was putting a lot of projections onto her because you know to be honest I don't know if I don't think she felt she like we connected and I don't think I felt connected with her really uh you know in that in that way you know I think you know she there there there's a possibility of it but in the dates that we had um it was just you know it was just like friendly and, and I'm you know just maybe I should just basically I wanted to push into like a romantic situation for the sake of being in a romantic situation because I was lonely you know, right. versus saying, oh, is this person right for me or am I right for her? And uh, I remember I was being really, I was like, hey, can I help you with something? Like, cause she was at the expo doing something. And I was like, she's like, no, it's okay. I, I got it handled. And uh, yeah, and I just felt, I just like, why am I feeling these feelings? You know, why, why am I feeling kind of like uh, sad, alone and 
because maybe I am and maybe it's okay to feel these things but it's not okay for me to put the pressure the onus of it onto someone else to solve it for me you know you know what yeah. I'm saying it's, oh yeah it's not her job to solve that for me that's my job yep and uh, so I just let you know I te- you know I texted her like hey it was good to meet and all that and just leave it at that and see what happens and not yeah put the onus on her to like solve my loneliness problem or my sadness problems because in the end she can't or no one can you know yeah um i know that i could trade so another thing i was thinking about is like am i am i enough by myself because if i'm enough by myself maybe i'm enough with someone else does that make sense yeah 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 like for it like does. for you and your relationship like you're with your wife i mean you're now you have a whole new host of problems uh as as far as being a committed male man but it's a higher set of problems right that is a it's a set of problems that you've chosen for yourself right yeah 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 um and like we do you you felt you were enough before you met you know your wife or yeah i was actually pretty content Uh, i mean yeah we talked about you you were like watching movies by yourself and yeah i still do i'm actually gonna go watch a movie today oh nice so I mean, this this past week I've been by myself, um, with no real obligations other than taking care of pets, and I'm very comfortable dining by myself, even going out to like dinner or lunch. Yeah, I don't care. I think that stigma um, probably is like emphasized in movies or in film. Yeah, like oh, look at that sorry person who's by himself. But you know what? It's actually very comfortable. Yeah. It, if you think about it watching movies with somebody else is probably like the dumbest thing in the world yeah, yeah. because you're not supposed to talk yeah and then eating is fine um, I think drinks are probably like the best like coffee or even just like going to a bar yeah bar is kind of sketchy depending on not sketchy in the bad sense but it's uh, difficult because the music might be really loud mm. and you can't really have conversations but coffee is great because it's usually um, quieter right and then you're not, your mouth is not always drinking versus like when you're eating, <laughs> yeah. the time that you, you have to like time it so that you're done chewing and you ask a question and then they're not, you don't catch them when they're chewing on something right? to make it awkward. And it's, it's awkward because then sometimes if they're talking, the, if I'm asking questions the whole time and they're talking, I feel bad because it's like, damn, they haven't eaten their, they haven't eaten their food yet. I should have just let them eat or yeah. 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 Um, Okay, I I mean, so that's what I wanted to talk about today. <laughs> like, that was um, I have more perspective on it because it's been it's been a few it's been a, over a week, almost two weeks. Yeah. Um, but it was just something I wanted to share, and I'm I'm really glad. Yeah, you shared. Yeah, your stories, cause uh, yeah, you know, I normally like I said, like normally guys don't share that kind of stuff with each other. Um, and. Well, yeah, because <laughs> because we want to. It's like a it's like an alpha male thing. Like, oh hey, actually, yeah. you know, I I had so and so, you know, I. But we sh- what we should talk more about is our failures sometimes, because it's like, oh, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, my friend, my I told my best friend uh, back then. I mean, I used to talk to him all the time about that girl in, in the there who I you know we hung out all the time. We like at least once a week we went out. Wow. Like, or had dinner. And I lusted after it, and my friend was like, you're a dumbass. You just do it and just, like, not worry about it. Yeah, have because you, it's a release, right? Because, like, after you, like, 
orgasm and you're like oh then you have like different perspective on things yeah yeah i mean when you're like anticipating too much and all these things going and then once you orgasm you're like oh yeah maybe blah 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 blah. (laughs) maybe it's not such a big deal yeah or Yeah. yeah um i mean have you thought of yeah going back to the reasons like yeah maybe maybe your principles but i guess you know like it's very i'm obsessed i'm obsessed with finding out why 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 did that happen why did this happen you know what's the underlying principle that i'm why am i why am i getting in my own way right and um i'm i've been trying to pinpoint it but yeah i think that's it is that building of that pressure that anticipation it creates either faulty judgment or like it creates um you know this nerve wracking you know acting acting nervous and doing all these neurotic things like i need to like i need to put on music man i'm like so fuck yeah don't worry about it yeah don't worry about it you know what it is you're romanticizing this whole sexual encounter yes i am i am yeah yeah and i used to do that too i can tell you right now after having this conversation with you i was like in college is a time when you're just supposed to just have sex with random girls. Sure. Not random girls, but just girls more more frequently. And I remember my freshman year, this I was like, it was um, it was winter break already. It was like the week after finals, and I, I was like, I lived in, I lived in the the same town that um, I was going to school at, but I I had dorms and stuff. And I was like playing Street Fighter, and there was like almost no one around. It was like ghost town. This girl from my Chinese class goes, and she comes in, and she goes, Hey, how's it going? I was like, Oh, good. I go, you're not leaving yet? She goes, oh, no, no, I'm going to leave, you know, a couple of days or whatever. I go, okay, cool. I go, so what are you doing now? She goes, going to your room. I was like, what? what? I was like, uh, no. Because <laughs> she was just okay looking. She wasn't like super cute. Yeah, she, yeah. she could have been cute, but, you know, I was just like not really into her. I was like, what? Yeah. So I, was, I was like, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, okay. But I mean, I'm sure if she was like a little cuter than that, yeah, I'm, and I would still screw it up. I'm sure. <laughs> I, uh, the other thing that we we need to talk about is also I think um, is 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 our values, right? Or like, yeah, we have to have s- some sort of self respect. Uh, like I, like, basically not be too desperate, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, when I think. Uh, just basically, oh, I have, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just have sex with anything, you know? Yeah. Or anyone. I'm not gonna have sex with just anyone. I, I want, uh, some sort of connection, some sort of attraction. And in that way, it also speaks to like self-worth, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it's, I'm not, <laughs> I, you know, I have value for my penis, like, or, yeah. and where, where it goes, you know? <laughs> there has to be some standards. <laughs> has to be some standards, right? But at the same time. I think we also have to, I, I'm constantly shifting, I'm constantly looking at my standards and actually saying, hey, why, why is that so important? You know, like, okay, maybe yeah. the looks department, why do I put so much emphasis on, you know, such and such or having, you know, whatever, certain physical aspect? It's like, maybe she's cool. I, okay, anyways, basically, I'm in a, I'm a little bit flexible with my standards. I, I think as I get older, I'm not as nazi about and i'm not i'm not as rigid about it i guess yeah 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 um My, yeah i have a good friend who actually says said this to another friend you know who was just dating a girl and 
and uh, he wasn't sure about her. And then my friend said, fuck her first and then think about it. <laughs> because it's a very good thing, right? If the if it's available, just have sex with her and then you're you're cleared up of all those like, oh, I got to have sex. You know, yeah. Just like that release. And then, then you go, oh, maybe she's not the one for me. That goes, yeah. I remember, like, I had a conversation with a friend and um, with with a girl I was dating, and uh, I wanted to have sex with her, but you know, I I fucked it up. Another fuck up. I I was I I told her like, hey, you know, are you looking for anything? Just like, ah, that's so stupid. Say, like, hey, I, I'm looking for something more casual. Would you be interested in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then she's like, no. And <laughs> and we start talking more, and she's telling me about like she had some bad sexual experiences before, and uh, and then uh, the conversation is basically she told me at the end of the conversation like you know, uh, yeah, uh, when James she gave me advice she's like James like if you're a girl just have sex first and then figure it out, and she when she told me that I was like fuck I should have done that with you <laughs> like yeah and. Yeah, don't yeah. don't even broach the subject. Just just do it. You know, don't even talk about it. Just have sex. If she's into it, she's into it. If she's not, she's not. Yeah. And then once you once that happens, you you bridge that. You've crossed over that bridge. Yeah. Then you can decide whether it's going to be a serious thing or not. Yeah. Having that conversation first up, it's it's a little tough. It's a, a little too much pressure. Right. And I think um, going back to culture, just culturally. You know, my mom's very conservative, and I have I have like I have all these weird concepts about like how sex should be with someone. You know, uh, there, there's one extreme: sex should be with someone like you're fully in love with, and like it has to be like romantic, like the movies. Or and the other side is just oh, just you know, just have sex with anyone, and it's just hook up. I I think I have to find my own. It's a spectrum, right? Like. You have yeah. just don't put too much emphasis on the love part. Don't put too much emphasis on trying to fuck as many people as possible. Just, just, uh, just have. Uh, it just should be natural, and and I I uh, I don't let it be natural. You know, it's like I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're putting too much emphasis. You're romanticizing it. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it used to be. I totally was like that, and that's why the the college encounter. I don't worry about you know those things. Yeah. I've had two girls actually say invited themselves to my place. Wow, that I wasn't interested in, in either of them. Oh, then then who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't really matter to me. It, it was like, matter. oh yeah, and I, I think back on it, I was like, oh, you know, I, I could have just had some random sex, but <laughs> I wasn't really into either girl, so it didn't really, it doesn't bother me. You know what? What uh, there was a video that was posted maybe like six, four or five years ago by PBS, and they were space explaining space time. Space time. Okay. The theory of space time. Uh, special relativity. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I think it was space time. It, it could have been something else. I I don't even remember anymore. But I think the the best. Th- I'm pretty sure it was space time. The best thing that I got from that video. I don't know if I I showed this to other people after I watched that because I was like, oh man, this video is so awesome because of this one thirty second clip. And he said, everyone thinks of their life as a line. A line segment start to finish yeah yeah but in reality your line your life is a dot it's already happened and when i heard that i was like oh you know what that means i've already made those decisions and given whatever information i have right now i'm gonna make a certain decision all the time 10 times out of 10 that's why i don't regret huh does that make sense uh... your life has already happened and that's we only like 
think about time linearly because that's how we think about things. Yeah, yeah. But going from today, you know, even from today, after this podcast, I'm going to go watch a movie. Yeah. What movies am I going to watch? You know, I have like a ton of choices. Sure. But 10 times out of 10, I'm going to go watch The Big Sick because all the other ones are garbage or I've already seen it. I watched The Big Sick. Um, I'll talk to you about it. We'll talk about it after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Do you, the, does that make sense? That one little dot, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. That made me feel so much better because my life has already, like, started and ended all at the same time. And I'm always going to make the same choices every single time. Uh, that, that makes me feel worse. I don't know. Like, because... Oh, really? Yeah, because... It makes me feel empowered. That... You know why it makes me feel better? Why, why? Because I'm always going to make... The same because my thinking is going to be the same and if I don't learn from it that means I'm always going to keep on making the same mistake over and over again and it doesn't matter you know new information old information but that empowers me to say you know what I'm I'm gonna learn from that and then my you know everything is gonna do I don't know it just made me feel so calm and relaxed because my life is going the way I, I planned it out to be hmm I, I guess the 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 sad because it's you're talking about determinism, I think, right? So basically, because of a certain set of physical laws and biological mm-hmm. laws uh, have been set into motion, right? And yeah. because of this event, you think this way, and because of this event, you think this way, and that's based on yeah. your genetics and based on certain events. And uh, yeah, uh, for most part, if uh, uh, living in a, in a, a sci- you know, yeah for the most part we have deterministic things that happen to us like that's how we can send people to the moon or to the mars because they follow certain laws and we've taken certain steps that's cause and effect right yeah and um stephen uh what stephen hawking said in his book a uh, brief history of time he's saying how uh based on he's he's puzzled why we don't remember the future like we remember yeah. the past but based on physical laws and how uh, how things work there's a possibility that we can actually remember the future like there's a light cone and like all all the events that have gone through the light cone and then they they actually propagate in a very should be in a specific manner so we should be able to you know see the future or yeah. predict it and i thought that was kind of interesting but then i guess the thing is that oh wait then i don't have a choice everything has already been planned out um i've everything i'm going to choose or will do there's no free will is basically my biggest gripe with that right um because but now that i think about it we don't i don't think we have any choice we have we have to believe in free will i mean we don't have a choice to we have no choice to have no choices (laughs) yeah i mean i I can see the flip side to that i can say oh yeah you, you have no free will you have no choice because your your life is already predetermined sure but my thing is like I have that choice to do it that way, and I chose that path. That means I chose it from the very beginning. From the moment I was like born, I made all the choices to to end up to where I am. Well, did you have a choice to be born, or did you have a choice of who your parents were? I mean, well, I mean, after once inception happens, once I'm like actually out, right? Then everything is my choice. Like once you're a, a thinking, cog, you're a cognizant yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I like that view. I I, I I believe in that view too. I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate. Uh, right. Yeah. I, yeah. It sounds like there's like no choice whatsoever. Your your fate is your fate. Whatever. Sure. That's one way to look at. It, but I think everything. My fate is my fate because I made those choices to get to where I'm at. Hmm. So you you've built on yourself, and there's some sort right. of you had you take some pride in that. Yeah. 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 Because those are the choices I made, and I have to. And it's like again owning a response, owning accountability for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You can't let like, oh, you know, I can just like sit back and do nothing. But that's a choice, right? That that in itself is a choice to like not do anything about it. Right. It's a I'm, yeah. You know, I'm fat and lazy. You know, staying on the couch. But that's a choice too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I become like 400 pounds and sitting on the couch and I can't leave my house, that was a choice I made. Hmm. Right, and the choice to think that life is all predetermined, I'm not going to do anything, that's a choice too. Like, yeah. No matter what, there's always some sort of choice involved. Um, yeah. yeah, and accept that responsibility. And accept it. And that's what, that's what I got from it. You know, every, no matter how my life ends up, and it's already, already done, but I made those choices to get to where I'm at. Wow, okay, I like that. I, I, one thing... Um, but also, if you look at quantum mechanics, though, um, mm-hmm. the so very brief, very very brief. We should wrap it up, but like very briefly, yeah. Um, yeah quantum mechanics is basically saying, okay, if there's a certain particle in a room, um, it should behave. There's some element in a room, and it should behave in a certain way. It should it should degrade in a certain way in a vacuum or whatever, right? Yeah. The the way the neuro- neutrons and protons work, but in quantum mechanics, it's actually more like ninety you know ninety nine percent of the time it's going to act in this way based on these predictions, but one percent we have no fucking idea <laughs> or like there's like yeah. so uh, it's 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 interesting because they're they're looking at quantum mechanics for quantum computing where you can actually right. because you can actually do two like. You can be two places at yeah. Instead of binary ones and zeros, you can be at multiple it can places, be at three places at the yeah. same time, which is cra- it boggles my mind, right? So, <laughs> I guess with that, there is some. So they 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 interviewed a scientist. I, I should look up the interview, but basically they asked him. I think it was Brian Greene or one of those guys um, uh, saying, "Hey, do you believe that life is deterministic? Like it's all been planned out already?" And he's saying. Yeah. For the most part, if we look at all physical laws and all our inputs, there should be specific outputs. Like if we, it's impossible to know all the inputs, but science tries, right? We try to know genetics, fucking upbringing. Uh, However, as far as like some sort of leeway with that, he says it's in quantum mechanics possibly where there's some sort of fluctuations that we cannot predict, but we have to be okay with that uncertainty. And we're actually trying to use that uncertainty now to better our lives and i don't know i think that's kind of i like that i like that too i like that no matter how hard we try to figure out where we're going to go next all these choices we make there's always going to be no matter what it's intrinsically built into nature this level of uncertainty yeah and i don't know there's something empowering for me i think that's something empowering because when something doesn't go my way or something just fucks up or whatever um I understand one that sure I should my interpretation is more important than the event itself. Um, I should learn from it, and it's gonna help me be you know it's it was a choice and I take responsibility for it. But at the same time, I have to realize that 
going into it, I was so uncertain, and there's no way to predict exactly how it was going to turn out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I mean, kind of like adding another layer to like your your idea. That that that's something that's empowering for me. Is basically no matter what, it's gonna. It's not a hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um. Yeah. Do you, uh, cool. you know, I want. Yeah. I guess we can just end on that. Unless you have anything else. Yeah. No, I'm just gonna go work out for a little bit before the big sick at one. Oh, one o'clock. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should get a good workout first. Okay. Um, the language corner. Do you have anything or? No, not today. Okay. Um, I'll do a quick one. Language corner. So let's see here. Language corner. Um. So this kind of relates to what we're talking about. This one. This is gonna be Mandarin. Um, let's see. Uh, it says, "Hao ma bu chi hui tou cao." Hao ma bu chi hui tou cao. So hao ma is like a good horse. Bu chi doesn't eat. Hui tou cao doesn't eat grass that has that it has already passed. So it's oh. it's walking along, and uh, it doesn't turn back to go eat that the grass it just passed. It's just like, oh shit, there's more grass. I'm gonna eat this grass. So how ma bu chi hui tou cao. Um, a good, uh, I guess, the interpretation would be like, yeah, a, a good horse doesn't turn around to eat grass that has passed. You know, um, right. it'll just graze, it, or it doesn't go to graze on old grass. Uh, is another way. So take that. You can interpret that how you want. Um, the uh, my mom, <laughs> I, after I had my big breakup with my last ex girlfriend, um, I was really sad, right? And. Uh, I actually, it was interesting because I, I normally don't talk to stuff about my mom, like my, my parents, about the like emotional things like that. But I, I talked to her a little bit about it, and she, because she saw that I was I was at home at the time. She's and I, I just told her straight. She's like, "Hey James, are you like, you know, are you everything okay?" And I'm like, you know, what? I'm kind of still sad about, you know, the breakup. She's and she told me that phrase. Yeah. It's just like, James, just uh, move, yeah, move on. Just don't. Cause I was, I was like, I think what I was doing is I was, I was like, hey, maybe I should go look up her Facebook and see what she's been up to. <laughs> and she told me like, James, how ma bu chi hui tou cao. And I was like, okay, thanks, mom. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's it. Okay. Uh, okay. Enjoy your workout. Enjoy the movie. I want to talk to you about it afterwards. I have some thoughts about that film, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So this is uh, Young signing off. This is Yin signing off. And uh, hey, have a great day, everyone, and and you too. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. See ya. See ya. Bye. Relationships getting you down